Welcome to Ellas, your bi-weekly podcast made by Latinas for Latinas. I talk with talented, inspiring, and empowering women that are living their dreams and making a path for the next generation. I'm Brenda Hernandez Caimes, and this is Ellas. Hola, welcome back to Ellas. For the 27th episode, we're doing something different. It's the anniversary of AES. The first year anniversary, to be exact. And instead of me interviewing an amazing, empowering, and inspiring mujer, I decided to share with you the biggest lessons that I've learned throughout this journey. And to also give you an updated version of the first episode, which was the women behind AES and is now the mujer behind ellas. It's been a whole year since this podcast has been out in the world. And I've really talked with the most badass, amazing, empowering mujeres. A lot of chingonas throughout this year. And I've learned so much from them. And I hope you have as well. But I really want to focus on the three biggest lessons that I've taken from them, from these conversations that we've had, 26 conversations. That's a lot. And that's a lot of lessons. That's a lot of inspiring, motivating moments filled with happy tears, filled with joy and pride of these mujeres that they are living the lives that they dreamed of and they are paving the way for you, for me, for the current generation of mujeres, for the future generation that is coming in this country and all over Latin America and wherever Latinas find themselves, their hard work is providing the fruit of inspiration to you and to me to continue on our own professional dreams and to live the life that we've always wanted, the life that our parents, our family has always wanted for us. So I hope you can take something positive from this episode. And I'm really happy and grateful that you're listening to this 27th episode and celebrating this milestone with me today. So without further ado, let's begin. Lesson number one is self-care. And I'll be honest with you. My self-care has never really been important to me. It's never been number one on my priority list. And this lesson has been a constant learning experience of really placing it at number one. And it's been hard. Because I'm that type of person that will sacrifice nights of sleep. And I've always sacrificed sleep. And before it was overeating. And and I'll be honest, it still is. And I'm right now learning not to overeat and to, and to sleep eight hours a day. But... I am that type of person that sacrifices sleep in order to do the work and to accomplish my goals. Reflecting now and 
looking back on my early teen years and my early to mid-twenties now, I have really sacrificed taking care of myself in order to accomplish my goals. And I can't say I regret it, but I can't say that. I've had moments where I have worried, you know, my family. There's, right now, I'm kind of like tearing up because I'm remembering a moment where I was in my senior year, I was 18, and a lot was going on. My, my, ma, my mama Tere, who is my maternal grandmother, was in the last few months, you know, she was a few months of her life. It was really affecting me. And, you know, looking back now, yeah, I kind of see that it was my senior year. It was me focusing on graduating from high school with great grades so I could enter a good university and be a journalist. So I was also worried about, you know, going into and entering a good school. And I was also worried of the time, of the little time that I had with left with Mama Tere. And I also was going through depression, really dark days through those years and putting these elements I one day was getting ready and going to school for high school and I was you know in the shower and I fainted and I was unresponsive for I want to say maybe like 40 minutes, I guess. I don't really remember. My mom walked in the bathroom and pulled me up and and my mama Tere was, you know, asking if, if I was okay, if what was going on. And it's looking back, it, it, it's blurry. But my mom and my cousin, who I see as my older brother, they took me to the emergency, and I just remember mom touching my face and to wake up and to that everything was going to be okay, that everything was going to be okay, and. At that moment, while I was in the car, I was awake, but I couldn't move. I couldn't move my mouth. I couldn't talk. And, wow, this is, this is hard because I just remember. This really, it was really scary. And, fortunately, I was able to wake up, talk, and, but... Obviously, it was all the stress that I was going through. And then, I want to say a month later, my mother passed away. 
and it was hard and so my response to her passing away was to even dig deeper to my work and to school because I had three months later I started university and I never kind of you know learned from what had happened before but I really never really learned that me not taking care of myself could end up like that and recently this year I got a really bad cold and second year where I lost my voice for those who don't know originally Brenda and I wanted to release ADAS in the summer of 2018 life happened we were supposed to release episodes in February in January but I got really sick January February I lost my voice and it wasn't until March where we released the first episode because I had my voice and everything and the same thing happened this year it was in January that I lost my voice again I couldn't talk and I had to reschedule interviews and my body was in so much pain I mean getting out of this cold really and now sharing this and sharing these three moments of me not taking care of myself and there's been a lot of moments you know of the stress really eating me up and and just me digging myself into my work and into, into my projects i've really have not learned my lesson and throughout interviewing these amazing mujeres i was reminded of me not learning what happened when i'm not taking care of myself and has to be the biggest lesson right now if i'm not if i'm not sleeping for eight hours if i don't have moments of eating healthy of exercising of just not being consumed by my stress then i won't be able to do it the way you deserve to listen to with quality respect love and passion I won't be able to do this project that I love so much. That is my number one right now. Ellas is my baby. And my parents tell me every day, Brenda, you have to take breaks. You have to relax. You have to decompress. You have to eat healthy. You have to go to the gym, take your body combat classes. Because I love to do body combat. It helps me push that stress that I've had in the day and just push it out and an AS is the food to my soul and if I want to see AS grow and continue sharing these stories of these mujeres I have to take care of myself so the things that I've done throughout this year is try to sleep eight hours some days are consistent some days are not and the last hour before I go to sleep is not touch my cell phone, not be on it, and read a book, which I had stopped for some years now. And I, I love reading books, and reading a book when I'm in bed has really helped me, has really helped me fall asleep and just feel calm. And I'm actually reading, if you're interested, The Three Body Problem by and i'm really sorry if i mispronounced this it's by sitchin lu and it's a science fiction book i normally love fantasy and i wanted to i wanted 
this year to really focus on reading because that's something that I enjoyed and loved when I was much younger, my childhood years and teen years and, you know, while I was back in school. I kind of stopped because of work and my projects and but I want to take back this love and that's that's a moment of self-care and I think really self-care is those moments that you are giving to yourself to decompress to say no to projects that you are really excited about starting but you know it's going to take up more time from your life and add stress and I'm not saying my goal is to live a non-stressful life because I know I will always have a stressful life in the sense of we're living in this world already and a lot of things are happening and like it or not we'll have it but more in the sense of how can I handle this and push it away and focus on taking care of me and one of the things that I've done for the past year while doing AS and realizing that I needed moments for myself and moments of not giving my energy and my time to certain things was saying no. It was a moment of deciding no longer being part of a project that I had originally been in, that I had helped co-create the name and help build a community. I had realized that instead of the few moments that I was giving me happiness, the moments where I was stressed and frustrated and I felt I wasn't being heard were overweighing those happy small moments that I was interviewing artists. And I had to say, I no longer needed to be part of this. Another moment was of me really wanting to be part of a project and create this community of artists and write, but I knew that I couldn't divide my time with the growing responsibilities that I've been having and and give my 100% to that project as well. And I know that since starting AES, I want to grow AES into a media company and my life right now is divided into many things that make me happy. My job makes me happy. I'm growing, I'm learning. I have a wonderful team that I work with, motivates me, inspires me. I go happy to work. And I also do AES where every weekend or so I'm also inspired and reminded of the work that mujeres are doing. You know, my time is also focused on me exercising and doing body combat and, you know, those moments where I feel like if, where I'm feeling just too much stress and I can have those moments of exercising and, you know, self-care for me is going to my classes. I do body combat four times a week and it's also learning my body of, can I do those high kicks? Can I punch that hard? Also learning to take care of my body and not pushing it to the edge where I might hurt myself, but also knowing that I can be stronger. Another self-care moment is being with my friends and going out to eat and going and rediscovering all these great restaurants that 
Southern California has to offer and enjoying the time with them, having meaningful conversations that fill my soul and my brain. That's self-care for me, you know, and being with my family as well and then creating these experiences with them and being reminded that I need to center and be focused on that time to be with them, you know. And another moment of self-care is watching movies. I love to watch movies because I also have a podcast where I talk about movies and TV shows and pop culture news. If you want to listen to that, totally fandom, you can check it out where I co-host with one of my best friends, Ryan Downs. So reading, doing ellas, doing body combat, watching movie, going out with my friends and my family. Those are moments of self-care, but also moments of me sleeping right, eating right, of not letting my emotions overrule my health. And with this second experience of losing my voice and because I know, you know, I, I, it's normal. You know, you get the flu and you get, get sick. But this year really is, and this, from here on out, I'm, I will work towards being better at taking care of myself. Because without it, I won't be able to accomplish what I envision for ellas and for what I envision for myself. And I think of Mama Tere. And if she were here right now, and I know she's here with me right now, she's always with me, she wouldn't be happy to the way of how I've pushed myself to that edge. She would obviously be worried like she was when that incident had happened when I was really young. And I know she would be proud of the accomplishments that I've had over the year. She would also be very worried. And that's the last thing, you know, any one of us wants to make our grandmas feel worried and I this lesson it's an everyday lesson that I'm learning to improve on and I know Mama Tere would want me to be at my best so I can give my best and I know she's up there talking about her her grandchildren talking about me how we're all doing what we love and my way to repay that love that she gave me for all those years raising me as she did is to take care of myself and I hope you, if you're in a moment of, you know, having difficulty of taking care of yourself, focusing on that self-care, please don't wait until it's too late. It's a lesson that little by little you learn, but it's worth it. So now let's go to lesson number two, which also relates to self-care. And it's like, I imagine the next step of it. Lesson number two, love. Now, I'm not only talking about finding and being loved with a partner, but I'm also talking about self-love. And this really hit me hard. And I can pinpoint the exact moment where I realized that I needed to love myself completely in order to receive the love that I've always have been wanting for my life. And that was with talking with Jenny. Jenny Lorenzo, if you remember, I interviewed her and chatted in episode 15. And if you remember, she said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but along the lines of, 
being with someone that, you know, fully supports you, your projects, your passions, and is also a great partner, you know, who is loving. And that really hit home. It really pierced my heart because at the moment I was going through, I'm going to share another personal moment of wanting to be loved and being with someone that is a great person, but wasn't giving me the love that I want. Very supportive of my projects, but I always left feeling frustrated in our relationship and where it was going, even if you can call it a relationship. But I remember realizing that the aha moment when she said those words. And this, my mom has always said this to me, don't chase after someone who won't give their all to you, to you. And I'm that type of person that gives my all to everything that I do and everyone I meet in terms of passion projects, um, my, my job, friends, relationships. And I completely feel empty and just sad when I don't receive that back. And in that moment, when I was talking with Jenny, I realized I made the decision right there then that I wouldn't be going after this person anymore because I love myself, because I deserve better, not just a half-hearted relationship. <laughs> and I realized that was my problem. I always wasted my time with a guy that wasn't always giving the same amount of attention, of love, of respect, of consideration to me, my time, and my energy, and my love. And in, in seeing Jenny's relationship, and also I remember on my talk with Geraldine, who was episode 19, of she also has a husband that is 100% there with her. He supports her, so dedicated into just being that support, as well as Jenny, and I remember Claudia Ramos, my dear friend, shout out to her, to all these wonderful ladies. That's when I realized in hearing them share about their relationship and how their partners were 100% there and supportive and loved them, I knew that I couldn't accept less for myself either. But that also comes to self-love. You know, if I, if I love myself, if I love my time, if I love myself, of taking care of myself. And I, that goes back to lesson number one, right? I need to love myself first, respect my own time, respect my passions, love my passions, give it all. And I'm used to it, but also finding that balance of giving each project time, person, and thing, it's deserved amount of attention, passion, and love. And it's a, right now it's a work in progress. I have decided that I won't be in a mediocre relationship. I won't settle for less anymore. And I'll be true. I was on, you know, dating apps. And one of my decisions was, one of my decisions were to no longer be part of that. Because I'm a passionate person, I have been longing for passionate and moving relationships. And not only with a partner, you know, with my friends, with my family members, you know, the people that surround me, the amazing mujeres that I interview. I was, I have that. 
I've been very selective in terms of who I spend my energy with. And that I realized I should also do that for a, for a romantic relationship. So that was one of the decisions that I took this year after speaking with my guest. I will no longer accept someone that just gives half of what I'm giving them. And which was why I decided to no longer be part of these apps and wanting to meet someone in person as the old times you can say, as before. And that has really pushed me into something that if I meet a guy and I like them, it has pushed me to make a conversation, get me out of my comfort zone. And it's been hard, it's been really hard because I'm an ambivert, you know, I'm very extroverted in terms of reaching out to guests, but I'm very introvert in terms of romantic relationships. I, I go after what I want in, in terms of everything except for that. So, but I also enjoyed this year in realizing and making another decision that, hey, if my boyfriend comes, he's gonna come, we're gonna cross paths. And right now, the focus is a yes and the things that I love. And I will wait for him to come along my way. And while I wait, I'm doing what I love and I'm loving myself and I'm enjoying my experiences with my friends, with my family. I have so many plans to grow, a yes. I have so many plans to grow myself, you know, as a person, gaining experience of traveling and I realized after chasing after that perfect guy that I have in my head, I should just focus on myself, really focus on myself, really focus on to refining my skills, to giving my all to my friendships, giving my all to my family and myself, and he will come. And I know that when people are like, oh, you know, that perfect person, perfect guy or, or girl is gonna, you know, they'll come when they'll come, you'll least expect it. And as someone that has been told that repeatedly for like a lot, it's very tiring, but I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it and I'm not just gonna wait and cross my arms, you know, I've, I've decided that, you know, this year that if I like someone, I will take that chance of knowing them, of talking with him and growing a relationship from a friend. That's, that's a very exciting lesson. And obviously before someone loves me and I love them, it's exciting to love myself right now and seeing how I will grow how I will, how I will take care of myself. And I hope you can take care of yourself too and focus on you. So when your right person, the person that isn't made for you to compliment you can just provide more love and not, you know, fill you up, but compliment you. And that's something that I, that I want now, that compliments me, and we both complement each other in terms of 
being both supportive into our projects and what we love and just being there. And as I've always said in this podcast, I'm a firm believer of speaking things into existence. So not only have I said it to myself, but I'm saying it to you. If you need that words of encouragement that, hey, he or she will come, you can say it. You can share it with me as well. And for now, I can say, enjoy the ride that you're going through. There's going to be a lot of ups and downs in terms of romantic relationships. It's going to be hard. You're going to cry. I've cried so much. Trust me. Trying not to cry right now, but it all goes to it all goes down to loving yourself. And as long as you love yourself, when someone isn't loving you, then it's their loss. Because you know your worth. And after finally realizing that, I I realized that it's definitely their loss. We just weren't complimenting each other. And I wish them the best. And I'm excited for the people that I get to meet. And I learned, you learn lessons, what not to do, what to do, what you can improve on, like everything else. And like I said, I'm really excited to meet and experience this coming year and, you know, in the future and meeting my person, meeting the man that supports me the way I will support him emotionally in projects adds to my happiness that is there for me that respects my time my passion my energy and I can't wait to meet him but I also love right now what I'm doing and who I'm with with my friends and family and with you so let me know how's your ride going It's growth and really focusing my hard work and passion into something that I created and love to make it grow. And that is a yes. I've always been very hardworking and a passionate person. And my main goal when I was young was to drive that hard work and passion into going to university to study communication and be a journalist and interview people because I've always loved interviewing people. And that later went to writing news stories to communicate to the Latino community in Southern California when I was living in Mexico. That's another story for another time, but I've always been connected to my community, always, always. And when I kept being frustrated that I wasn't hearing the stories of mujeres that looked like me, my mom, my aunts, and my cousins, and my friends, I realized, well, Instead of complaining about it, I can do this. I can create a platform where I share these stories and inspire mujeres to not put on their professional dreams. And that's why I created Ellas. And in this journey, this one-year journey of doing Ellas, of, of talking with other mujeres, these amazing mujeres, I realized I want this to grow. I want this to be bigger. And I've said in a couple of episodes, I've said it to my, my friends and my family, I want Ellas to be a media company. And I know I need to accomplish 
short and medium goals in order to complete that really big goal. I know it's going to be a big journey towards that. And I'm excited for this lesson that and this growth and this journey of accomplishing those goals. What I, I know myself, like when I set a goal, I accomplish it uh, no matter what. And I'm currently in Orlando because I'm in PodFest. And I just came back from a workshop called Women in Podcasting. And I'm just so excited, you know, because this really has reaffirmed my lesson and my decision of growing a yes into a media company and seeing the work that other women are doing into guiding and informing their community just reassures me that I'm on the right path. And I have so many things planned for you for this year. And while I was talking with my guests throughout this year, I realized it was that another aha moment, you know, like, I love doing this. I love talking with these amazing mujeres. Every time I talk with them, I just so motivated to continue on. And I'm reminded as to, yes, this is why I'm doing this. You know, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm excited, and I'm always excited from my interviews and inspired, I'm like, if I feel like this, I just can imagine, you know, you, how you must feel when you listen to their journeys and their stories. And I want to continue that. I want to expand that. And I have so many things planned, like I've mentioned um, earlier. And one of the things is that we'll have an event. And I'll say it now because the date is confirmed. As for the location, we're still working on it. But I'm excited to share that I'll be teaming up with Melba Tellez, who was in episode 18, and who, La Mujer, who manages Mujeres on the Rise. So she and I will be doing an event in October 17. And that was one of the things that I had earlier said in the year and that I want to do more speaking engagements, that I wanted to do live events and meet you, get to hear your story and get to hear the stories of these amazing ladies and meet them and just have connections. And, but that is one of the steps that I'm planning to make guess grow even more. And obviously one other is having a website. I'm currently working on it. Um, I'll, you know, once, it's, once it goes live, I will say the information here so you can visit and it will be much more detailed resource center of you know, I, I always write show notes, but it'll be much more detailed in terms of knowing more of the guests of the topics that we cover. And, but yeah, and also a third, op, a third thing that I do want to goal that to grow AS is also providing Spanish interviews. And one way to also do that is to do video. So my goal is to expand on having conversations in Spanish, and for our li for the listeners who may not be Spanish speaking, can have the option of seeing these interviews in video, and I'll be providing subtitles in English. So, me sharing these goals to grow AES with you really 
keeps me accountable of accomplishing them. And I hope you keep me accountable, you know, of like, you know, we're in this together. You know, I'm so grateful that you've been with me. If you have been with me from the very beginning or from since today or since episode 15, you know, I hope you keep me accountable because these are the three main goals that I want to accomplish this year. Obviously, there's going to be more, but the, I know these are the medium and short-term term goals for me to grow a guest into what I envision for. And also one thing is going to more conferences and hearing women talk and also having myself talk. Be up there because I think it's important, as I've said always, to share the stories of our mujeres because if we're not seeing each other reflected, and not only in media, but like everywhere, we don't find a reason to continue or believe in ourselves that we deserve that space. And with Ayas, I'm, and with, not only with Ayas, but in my whole life, I'm, I do believe that you deserve that space, that we all deserve this space. And if you want to be a scientist, if you want to be a writer or a painter, you deserve that space, you deserve that job, and obstacles will be coming your way, but Having examples of other mujeres that have gone through those same obstacles or different obstacles and seeing that they overcome them, that's a big reminder that you cannot quit on your dreams, that they accomplished, that they went over and, you know, succeeded. So I'm excited for this year. I'm excited for the growth that I'll be working towards and really focusing and driving into making this happen and I hope you like I said keep me accountable and I'm I'm excited for you know I, I'm really grateful for this year it's been a it went by so fast and I learned so much I really believe that I refined my interviewing skills I believe that I really came out of my shell and I discovered the possibilities that where I can take my abilities, my skills, and my passion and love to something that I'm passionate about, which is my community of empowering Latinas and sharing their stories and really reminding my community that we are here, we are not leaving, and that we deserve this space that we are occupying. And hey, if they're not giving the space that we want, we can create it. And that was why you know, AS was birthed, basically. We weren't giving that space, so I decided to make it. So I feel like I've been babbling <laughs> on and on, and I just wanted to share real quick a big thank you. A big thank you to all my guests, and I want to say a big thank you for the people, for the women, las mujeres, that have been here with me, who have been part of AES, who have helped me grow AES, to have given me the space, the confidence of sharing their stories and their journeys with me. Because, you know, not everyone is opening to being vulnerable and sharing those mistakes, those obstacles, those challenges that they faced. You know, it's, it's hard. And I'm really honored that all these wonderful ladies have really 
open the doors of their home and really been real with me and sharing this with uh, with you. So first I want to begin thanking my best friend and co-creator of Ellas, Brenda DeShazer. When I had this idea, I knew, like I said in that episode one, I needed to do it with Brenda, you know, with my best friend. And I'm so happy that I started Ellas with her. Those first 10 episodes were amazing. I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from her and how I needed to improve on. And I'm happy that we started it. And even though she's no longer part of Ellas, I'm thankful for starting it with me. And I'm, and I'm also thankful for her husband, Devel. You know, he helped us produce it the first 10 episodes and record it. And wow, like having that help the first 10 episodes was amazing. And I'm forever grateful to them. I really like not only was it in creative terms, but having that support in the beginning to really give that little push and that accountability of doing this, of not quitting on this and just keep on producing and interviewing Mujeres was what I really needed. And I also want to thank, obviously, my mom, mi mamá. And my mom has always been very supportive of me, as well as my dad, as well as my dad. But I want to say a big thank you to my mom because after the 10th episode, where Brenda decided to no longer be part of Vegas, my mom was there. She immediately said, okay, who can you interview? Let's contact people. She has been, she, you can say she is also, you know, co-producer of Vegas because she tells me, Brenda, you should interview this amazing mujer as well. Reach out to them, like, look, and, she, you know, we're, she's always like looking for amazing ladies to be on Ellas. She comes with me to every interview that I do. And she helps me take, take photos, take videos while I'm setting up. You know, she's talking with all my guests. And if you, you know, have been on Ellas, you know. And it's not many moms do that. You know, not many people will take their time out of their day to help you. That's something that I realized and I'm so grateful and grateful and honored and just blessed to have my mom who is there with me, who helps me do ADS. And, you know, she is my biggest cheerleader and I'm so thankful and I, I will forever be thankful for her and I will say thank you, thank you, gracias, 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 gracias for always being there for me. Always. And I just love my mom. <laughs> and thank you. And, and I also want to thank my guests. And really, if it hadn't been for them, you know, where is they? Yes, of course, you know. And like I said, thank you for opening the doors to, to your life, to your home with me and sharing our stories. And I want to begin by saying thank you to Melissa Martinez. Kimberly Martinez, Vivian Ramirez, Elvira Contreras, Michelle Gomez, 
Bianca Mitsuku, Lita Smith, Anelisa Ruiz, Ashley Nolchepton, Claudia Ramos, Semoa, Jenny Lorenzo, Wendy Ramírez y Jackie Rodríguez, Sonia de los Santos, Melba Telles, Geraldine Rivera Schumacher, Marisa Montes, Sandra Blow, Cher Martínez, Laura Di Lorenzo, Suki López, Diana Cabuto y Cristina Igarevides, and Karina Martínez. But most importantly, thank you. Thank you for listening to every episode. Thank you for being there. Thank you for just being part of it, yes. And I really hope that I've accomplished what may what AS is meant to do, to inspire you, to motivate you, to remind you that you can you have to continue on your goal. You have to continue on your path. And I may sound like a broken you know record, but it's important. It's important to be reminded. And I want to thank you. And one way to celebrate this first year anniversary, I've decided to do a giveaway. And the giveaway will consist of a swag packet giveaway, you know, with things that, with products of the Latinas who have been on ellas. And in order to be part of this giveaway is to leave a review on Apple iTunes. And you would only need to create an account and leave a review. And let me know how AES has inspired you and has motivated you throughout this year. What lessons did you learn while you were listening to AES? And I will choose a random review and that person, that mujer, will win this giveaway. So this giveaway will be a month. So you have from today, which is, and the giveaway ends on April 7th. So you have a month. So let me know. Let me know how you were inspired, what lessons you learned, you know, and let me know in the review. And I'll share the winner on here, on Instagram, And once again, thank you for listening to another episode. I really, really hope that you found inspiration in this specific episode here in the anniversary of AES. And, and if you want to follow AES on Instagram, please do so. It's at AES the podcast. That is E-L-L-A-S the podcast. Or you can email me. If you want to be on AES, be part of sharing your story with me and be part of this journey of growing and learning at aesthepodcast at gmail.com. That is E-L-L-A-S-thepodcast at gmail.com. And thank you again for listening to another episode. I'm really excited. Let me know what you think in the reviews. Can't wait for to talk to you and to share another amazing story in two weeks. Adios. If you've been listening to AS for a while, 
You know that I'm a big supporter of providing a platform for Latinas to share their stories and inspire current and future generations of women. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the lives of more amazing Latinas just like you. You can help by going to Apple Podcasts and write a review. Tell me what you think and leave any number of stars. It would mean the world to me. Thank you in advance. Ellas is produced, hosted, and edited by me, Brenda Hernandez Jaimes. And thank you to Shrew, who created the podcast theme song, Sunken Streets. You can download this track on freemusic.org or listen to him on Spotify, YouTube, and follow him on Instagram. This is Ellas.